0: Hello and welcome to The Red Book, A talking Show, the show where I talk, you listen, and we all live happily ever after. I'm Nemo, as you may have remembered from the trailer, and today is the first episode. Yay! I've been journaling for the past year, especially after what happened, which will not be disclosed in this episode. And... As many can attest, it was... It was a bad year, it was a horrible experience, and while I feel like we all grew, I hope we did, I hope we all developed something from it, um, it was was interesting, it was interesting, it was hard, it was, it was a lot, and it gave us a little too much time to reflect about everything in our lives, um. Which, I don't know if that's a good thing, but I, I'm I'm on the positive side about that. I hope it was a good thing for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Good God. Today's episode is called Dating, Socializing, and the Lifelong Question, Why Are They Like This? <laughs> Clearly, I was going through something. Uh, this, this journal entry. Oh, goodness. Um... First of all, let's read. Let's read this week's journal entry. It was something. It was something. Men are all the same, and that is the unfortunate thing about it all. As I talk to my friends as to why we no longer care enough to even speak to a guy, the answer is always the same. They're disappointing. Maybe it's the fact that due to societal struggles, we've had to learn defense mechanisms that to an untrained eye make us out as more mature. But everything about having a conversation with someone that is a man can seem repetitive. The patriarchal goals that are imposed on guys that end up giving no basic life skills, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, and the idiocy of not having critical thinking skills make them so unattractive and annoying. Maybe if wisdom does come with age, we will be able to find men that are intellectually attractive. Wow. For the first episode, that journal entry was interesting. While I do understand that most of the time, a lot of thoughts seem to be very opinionated, that's what opinions are, (laughs) very strong, harsh, and unfortunately very to the point. What I do want to say is that my point of view has changed a little bit in the past year, which is good, we love growth. I do want to acknowledge though, that while my opinion has slightly changed, it doesn't mean it changed completely. I do recognize that men, unfortunately, have a very hard upbringing, especially when it comes to trying to uphold and continuing the ideal that a man has to be very manly. I also want to acknowledge that it does have a very negative effect when it comes to women. We know this. Um... To be frank, while I particularly do not consider myself part of the gender binary, I did grow up in it, so I have a little bit of an understanding as to what goes on um, in it, which is very weird to say. I do want to say that Most of these thoughts are shared very commonly. We all understand that men can't really seem to act their age. And I want to dive into that because I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about it. I personally, here's the thing, when I talk about how men are, I tend to use language that may seem like I'm infantilizing them, but I'm not. I want to say that right now. I'm not infantilizing the way that men conduct themselves, the way that they seem to talk, the way that they seem to show who they are in the outside world. Um, It's like very weird how most of the time whenever me, I'm having this conversation, or whenever I see the conversation being had as to, why are men like this? Why do they literally not act their age? Why don't they have nature, like, natural, or not natural, but more, um, commonly feminine and things that can literally save your life skills, you know, like feeding yourself, knowing how to cook, knowing how to clean, knowing how to shower, all of these things that, to again in binary terms to a woman seems to be something that you naturally grow up with and it's very sad it is very sad to see how a lot of guys literally do not know how to do that for themselves Um and I'm speaking from like literally first hand experience it's like wow it's saddening and I don't think that they mm, well talking about certain people right now I don't think that certain people realize how not good that is um, and it further perpetru- perpetuates this idea that there's gonna be a woman that comes into their life and literally does everything for them and that's not good because that further inputs this notion that women only serve to men And men have to literally depend on women to survive. That is terrifying. To know that you literally can't survive outside in the open. Because you don't know how to cook. Because you don't know how to clean. Because you don't know how to do uh, simple tasks and chores. Because they were never taught to you is... Frankly, very terrifying. And I know a lot of people that don't know how to cook that, um, uh, are a woman and, good God, (laughs) I know that they're terrified because they're like, how the fuck am I supposed to, like, literally live? That's the whole point. That they- this- this way that we were all- that we all grew up in a very gendered society and where- our upbringing was so different just because of the thing that we were assigned. That is terrifying. It is really scary. So, I do want to say, I will give a little bit of slack to the men because, while it is not your fault, you also have to do something to fix it. It just can't be this conversation that we have every now and then and be like, Oh yeah, it's bad. Oh yeah. I mean I guess the way that we grew up gendered in this society is really bad because like yeah, we don't know how to cook, we don't know how to do this, la 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 la. It's just not having the conversation. It's literally actively fighting against it. Fighting against the norm that men aren't supposed to cook fighting against the norm that men aren't supposed to clean, fighting against the norm that men aren't supposed to be good homemakers, you have to actively fight against the norm. And that will mean being feminized. Being called a woman. It's an active act. It's an an act of violence towards men that know how to do that because they get emasculated constantly and I know that people don't like to fucking be questioned about their gender because girl shit when the fuck am I not questioned I hate it when people do that I know that it sucks so being complacent seems like such a nice calm you know I don't have to deal with people literally pressuring me to fit something that I know sucks I know does not fit who I am I know does not make my life better it's hard it's hard to literally go up and be like okay I guess I'm gonna actively do this thing that I wasn't supposed to do but like shit I wanna do it you know I hope that made sense if it didn't well listen to it again and maybe it'll make sense again (laughs) but yes 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 Um, I do want to say that people my age, I'm, I'm 18. Oh god, I'm not even that old. I'm not even that old. I'm just a child. Uh, well, okay, let me go back. People my age, right now, aren't necessarily dating to be in a fully committed relationship. I understand that. Whatever, we're young, blah 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 blah. I don't like hookup culture. (laughs) I'm very not like, I don't like it at all. I personally think it- It- How do I put this into words? It devaluates the notion, the idea, the the act of everything that I personally think is intimate. Sex, whether you like it or not, is intimate. Um, you're literally letting another person see your body. I'm not saying don't have sex. Good God, I'm not a trad wife or whatever. Um- But it does, in my personal opinion, devaluate the action, the idea of sex. And I don't like that. Not because I think that people should only have it in in relationships. No, I generally don't care. But I think that hookup culture has made us believe that if you're not having it, you're not living a good life. You're not living to your fullest potential. And that also has a very negative effect towards people that don't want to have sex. And it has a negative effect towards literally pressuring young girls into thinking, Oh, this is what growing up is. This is the joy of being in this world. You know, you get to have it and you'll enjoy it. Which literally ask anyone that is not a man and ask them and be like okay, when you had a relationship with a man intimate, you know, like sex did you generally enjoy it? Mm, there's a unfortunate high, high chance that they will say no, I did not so it's sad I don't want to reiterate that when I'm talking about men I do not want to infantilize them or demonize them I'm just talking about personal experience and the shit that I've seen and the conversations I've had and this past year this past year was disgusting (laughs) so this idea of men and women has recently made me think about how sad our society literally carries itself it's it's tragic in the way that we constantly seem to understand and comprehend that we're not happy with any of it but we're also not acting against it which is what makes me mad it generally does because while I understand that not everyone has the ability to act against it to be against it I also think that the act of rebellion isn't true rebellion I don't know if that makes sense Rebellion doesn't necessarily mean violence. Rebellion, in my eyes, literally look like pure bliss. Because if you're doing something that makes you happy and somebody starts hating on it, but you continue to do it, that's rebellious. You're not hurting anybody else. On the contrary, you're making yourself happy that's why i personally think that being in or acting rebelliously against this idea and notion of man and woman that um our society continues to uphold isn't necessarily necessarily like something that's going to be putting other people in danger it's going to be oh i have a full understanding of this notion um and with that full understanding i'm going to look into it and see what makes me happy for example me and my sexuality bro i knew who i was um literally in middle school i figured it out right then and there um i probably knew since before that but right now the only thought is middle school and it was so sad because during the, the um last year, I don't want to say it, <laughs> during last year, I straight up was like having a full maybe identity crisis. I'm not necessarily sure if that's how I should cal- classify it, but I was thinking so much about who I was and it tore me to shreds figuring out that I knew exactly who the hell I was. All the way back in middle school and I somehow suppressed that. I suppressed everything from my sexuality to my gender identity to how I wanted to express myself. I suppressed all of it in order to continue to fit in and it's very sad. It's not- personally I think that if, it, if, if I had continued on my exploration of my personal identity i would have been so much happier everything would have been so much better but this is not about that it was an example that was an example (laughs) back to men why are they like this personally i don't think that with age comes wisdom i think that you gain wisdom through every personal experience that you have gone through And even then, some experiences are not your own, and you still learn from them. And you learn from those people that, oh, they went through this, or they did this, and, you know, shit, they learned what to do. I'm going to take their lesson, and, you know, gain wisdom from it. In the event that I were to, um, I don't know, come by that same, um event so I'm gonna be honest I'm about to infantilize men real quick (laughs) I don't know if men truly have a I'm not talking about every single one of them by the way I don't know if they have a true um idea or notion as to what it is to be something other than So, what I mean is that cis men truly don't know what it means to be a woman. For example, I lived my life for a very long time as a woman, and even now, I still look like what you would stereotypically call a woman, you know, a person with long hair. Yes. Someone that has breasts. Yes. Uh, what else makes a woman? I don't know, um, a menstrual cycle? Yeah. technically I have one but through that gain experience I was able to literally figure out so much about what it is to be a woman living and even then I learned more through the stories that my mother had to tell us I learned through the stories that my friends literally tell me not on a daily but like every so often about harassment that they have to go through and it's very sad it is terrifying to be out here and be like shit this is horrible and then I learned more through my other queer friends that tell me about the shit that they have to go through and it's like god damn um and i've learned from my own personal experience as to how people deal with gay people in general it's like wow you have so much not good feelings and resentment towards people you don't even know and here i am literally one of them and you're telling me all of this like it's nothing wow thank you so much for giving me the green light to never speak to you ever again. And that's that's I think that's the thing that I most um I have the most resentment about when it comes to talking to men in general. It doesn't even have to be in a relationship. It just I personally don't think that a lot of them have the grasp as to this uh, when it comes to the seriousness of a lot of our lives and how constantly in danger we all are sometimes and i think that's the terrifying part as to why i cannot deal with it and i think that's also maybe i'm not even sure i shouldn't speak about that but my friends i think that's also what we constantly bicker about that They just don't understand. They don't understand why are they like this? Why don't they understand? And we're going back to the way that we were raised. Because we grew up looking differently than they did. And we grew up with different values and norms. They grew up probably not knowing the essentials of um, taking care of your home and of your family. I'm not saying that I'm all of them did. I hate when people do that. When they're like, oh, you know, let me do a disclaimer. And like, be I'm not talking about everyone. But I just want to make that, that statement again real quick. I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking about things that I have seen in my own personal life. And, um, shit. Okay, let me go back. But if I'm being honest, it literally just go back, goes back to the way that we all grew up. It goes back to us being different, you know, having different expectations of who we needed to be, of how we needed to act, of how we needed to <laughs> carry ourselves, and it's it's really not it's really not helpful when you're trying to look for someone that understands you at eight different level other than a romantic, more than a person with lived experience, with um, thoughts. And I don't know if men are looking for that. I don't know if they're really ready for a relationship with someone that genuinely thinks and has lived experiences that has literally put their life in danger I and that's the terrifying part okay we're gonna take a break (laughs) and I'll be right back and we're back so do I have an idea of you know Are they always going to be this way? Am I going to answer that last question? I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. If I'm being honest, I have seen how sometimes with age just comes more stubbornness. So like I said before, I don't believe that with age comes wisdom. I believe that with age comes stubbornness. And I'm not going to lie. It's hard because you grew up thinking that this was the way that it was going to be. And then all of a sudden, it's not. Um, And and we're seeing that today. We see so many adults that have such a strange way of thinking that they believe that every single... Okay, I'm going to talk about men again. (laughs) They believe that every single woman their age is, you know, ready to build a family, to, you know, have all of these things that our parents typically had. And they go back to the era of our parents where the women were raising the kids and the man was never home because he was busy either working or having a um, I don't know being a dude <laughs> I don't know what men do, I'm so sorry um and that's that's not, that's not our current day society anymore not everyone wants to build a family, I mean I think we should, you know, be mindful that a ton of people don't really have the capacity to even bear children anymore because of, you know, genetics or just bodily functions. You know, we all have a different way of life. We have jobs that take up most of our time. We have other endeavors that we want to, um, advance in, like, arts. Art is a nice, you know, substitute for children. (laughs) Um, but this isn't our parents' life anymore. We have to do what makes us happy. And if you think that building a family is what you want, go for it, you know? Find yourself someone that is going to build a family with you, but don't expect it to look like the way your parents raised you. Um, You know, share same morals, share same family values, but don't expect that the hierarchy that is going to be in your home is gonna be the same one that you grew up with because we're past the point. If we're being honest, a lot of the things that we grew up with weren't necessarily the best things to have. Um and that comes with with a lot of beliefs that I stated in the in the journal entry, homophobia, misogyny, transphobia. Yeah, a lot of those things are not good <laughs> to put it plainly and very simplistically. They're not good ideas and morals to pass on to the future generation because they're going to look at the outside world and going to be like, well, if it's not right, then how come they're doing it? And it's just going to be the same cycle of, I don't like what you're doing because my mommy and daddy said no, you know, and they're going to grow up, they're going to see children with families that don't look like theirs and it's going to be so confusing and it's going to be so upsetting to see just a new generation think the same hateful thoughts that we were all brought up with and my solution well read (laughs) read anything no actually don't read anything that's that's not good either there's a lot of w- really weird things i'm not even talking about hateful stuff i'm talking talking about like oh w- good god i've seen so many books that are just so bad really bad um anyways read um <laughs> who do i oh jesus i don't even know who to recommend <gasps> i should do a recommendations Pause. Okay, on the Instagram post that I'm gonna post. Um, by the way, the Instagram page is the Red Book Productions, Instagram. Eh, you know the handle. Um, I will have some book recommendations there if you are interested to unlearn and relearn, because life, life doesn't look the same for all of us. We are all very different, and I really want. Even without, you know, relationship stuff aside, you know, I just want men to finally be able to be good people, to have the functions of being able to take care of themselves, being able to think for themselves, and being able to be nice, productive members of society aside from their men-dominated roles. That means going to job and getting money because wife is at home with children a lot of men don't want that a lot of men are like Ugh, you know that's why i don't date because women have this idea and notion that i want to have kids well you know maybe grow a few brain cells up there and you know have nice conversations about you know life-changing topics and you'll find someone hopefully i i hope and also Please learn what skincare is. I don't mean it to disrespect, but good god. It's not that you look bad. It's just that, um, your skin isn't isn't functioning right. Oh, this became into a really not so nice thing. Okay, anyways, yes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for staying through this entire thing. Um, I will see you next week with the second episode. Goodbye!